Hello, cinephiles, cinefreaks, and cinemaniacs. Welcome to another killer episode of Cinema Smackdown. My name is Greg, and with me as always is Tyler and Michael. Hey there. What's up? The three of us are all obsessed with movies. We're so obsessed that we made a podcast about it. We take two similar movies and pit them against each other in a fight for ultimate glory. The three of us will comb through every aspect of these movies to finally answer the ultimate double feature question, which one's better? And today we have the battle of the mean girl murders. It's shoulder padded blazers versus neon bright crop tops. A psychotic bad boy versus a sociopathic prom queen. 80s Gen X nihilism versus 90s Gen X campiness. That's right, bitches. It's Heathers versus Jawbreaker. <laughs> me gently with a chainsaw that song is good Ooh, pulling out a heather's quote quick. i did yeah, right away really quick really on brand <laughs> <laughs> so yeah today we're talking about heather's versus jawbreaker Ooh, these movies are spicy who's cult seen them yeah, not many they're like cult hits yeah, i i yeah. wasn't really aware that jawbreaker even existed and i never seen heather's i've heard of both of these movies i have not seen either of them until now which is uh rare for you yeah i've seen yeah. pretty much everything yeah so. for you to not see a movie yeah <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sound like a loser. A I just sit in my home and so, watch movies. <laughs> one of these movies will win today and join with the ranks of Men in Black, uh -huh. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, what? and last week's winner, The Matrix, as well as four other future winners to make a bracket of eight, then four, then two, and then a winner of the whole season for our season finale episode. <laughs> so stay tuned for that, a little tease for the Ooh, future. Tease a little wheeze, baby. But before we tease more about these movies... I want to know what they are about. Do you guys want to know what th these movies are about? Please. Um, yeah. Okay, well, let me tell you a little <laughs> bit about Heathers. So at Westberg High, where clicks rule, jocks dominate, and all the popular girls are named Heather, it's going to take a Veronica and a mysterious new kid to give teen angst a body count. Ooh. Ooh spooky, scary. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. There's a lot of people named Heather in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of the name of the movie. Do you guys want to know a little <laughs> bit about Jawbreaker? Yeah. No, thank you. Okay, uh, that's it. Yeah. Wait, no, I changed my mind. I changed my yeah. mind. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, three of the most popular girls at Reagan High accidentally killed the prom queen with a Jawbreaker. Spoiler. That's the, that's the title of the movie. <laughs> when a kidnapping goes horribly wrong. Mm, if mm. I had a dime. <laughs> <laughs> that you a dime that you owned a jawbreaker or that you killed someone no even at my age jawbreakers were more than a dime oh i'm not true we weren't born in the 40s <laughs> you guys weren't born in the 40s <laughs> oh yeah i forgot you're, you're 77 years old bitch, man um wow well that those are some very interesting movies uh that sounds like plots that i would want to see yeah i want to know 
who made these movies and who's in them? What an interesting question for you to just spontaneously ask. I will tell you who's in these movies and I'll even tell you who made them. So Heather's stars Winona Ryder, Christian Slater, Shannon Doherty, Liz Ann Falk, and Kim Walker, R.I.P. Mm. Yeah, a little bit of a bummer there. No longer with us. But she's fantastic in this movie and she was directed... By Michael Lehman. Ooh. And it's written by Daniel Waters, who, little sneaky fun fact here, Daniel Waters has a brother, Mark Waters, who directed Mean Girls. <gasps> what about John Waters? Is he related to John no, Waters? No relation. I did actually look that oh, up. Oh, okay. Because Jawbreaker also feels very John Waters you mean at times. That they the were last Waters name from Waters a different stream. Isn't just everybody related? <laughs> no, wa- Waters from a different stream. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Jawbreaker, as I previously mentioned, I'm going to go right into that. Jawbreaker stars Rose McGowan, Julie Benz, Rebecca Gayhart, Carol Kane, Judy Greer, and Pam Greer. No relation. They're not related? No. Nope. Different going spelling. On here? Different spelling. I E and E E. Oh. Yeah. So they're oh. not related. And they're not they're related. Greer's from a different gear. <laughs> <laughs> You're just on it today. Uh, and this movie is written and directed by Darren Stein. Who's that? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> must be related to Ben Stein. Ben Stein. <laughs> he's, he's you know, yeah, that's great. He's got credits, but you know, not many though, right? Not many. Nothing really that notable. This I was found, this was his passion project. I found it interesting. Both of these movies are written and directed by men, but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But before we get into that, I want to know some fun facts. You do? I do. Some, it's time for Fun Ferris Facts. Fun Ferris Facts. Ooh, ooh. Wow, wow, wow. We're gonna add in. Uh, a uh, little, <laughs> little music there. We're not, but we'll we're fix gonna, it in post. Yeah, we'll fix it in <laughs> yeah, post. Yeah, we'll yeah. fix it in post. So let me tell you some fun facts about Heather's. Mm-hmm. So Kim Walker, who was oh. the lead Heather, her and Christian Slater were dating. What? <gasps> but then Christian Slater dumped her <gasps> to date Winona Ryder. How dare and That he? was like during the filming of this movie. Oh my God. Oh my, that's high school right there. Yeah, real high school drama. Real. Well, the funniest part of this fact to me is that Winona Ryder says she doesn't remember actually dating <laughs> him. <laughs> Maybe she didn't. Maybe he's just making it up. I, it's either, <laughs> it has to be either drug induced. <laughs> he just wasn't that memorable. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's or she weird. thought it was Jack Nicholson the whole time. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, no, I was dating like, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, you were in The Shining, a, right? A young Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. I time travel. Um, <laughs> I know a lot about that. So in the the movie Heather's, they all of the kids who commit suicide, they they like this this book Moby Dick, right? Heard yeah. of it? Well, mm. originally they wanted the book to be The Catcher in the Rye, but they couldn't get the the um, rights from J.D. Salinger oh, to use so they, it. So they changed it to Moby Dick. I think Catcher uh, in the Rye would have been a more appropriate book, obviously. It makes more sense because there has been a killer who's used that book to basically- right. I was going to say, for someone John who Lennon. doesn't know how to read, what is Catcher in the Rye, <laughs> Rye about? Again, uh, there's a catcher, and then there's no. um, some rye. <laughs> I've totally read it. Some rye bread. I've read it too. It's about. It's just about <laughs> this young boy who hates the world, a nihilistic oh. outlook on the world, oh, and angsty young. Yeah, man. that's a better yeah. juxtaposition than mm-hmm. there's a line a white in the book. Whale. I think 
that he says everywhere you go someone's carved fuck into the wall or something you know? uh, no that's true yeah. yeah i'm looking at it right now there's oh fuck all over these walls <laughs> yeah, yeah what is going on here <laughs> there's fuck all over these there's walls fuck all over these walls they gotta clean this place <laughs> so christian slater said that he was heavily inspired by jack nicholson obviously in his role uh, hey, he Sparky. claims to have written a letter to Nicholson asking him to watch the movie and check out his performance <laughs> and never got a response. <laughs> yeah, Nicholson ain't watching this. He's right. too busy, coked out. Or just at a Lakers about. game doing his thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was coked into out. It. Being coked out at a Lakers game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They go hand in hand. <laughs> you guys want to hear some facts about Jabrinker? I do. <laughs> um, so Marilyn Manson does a cameo in this movie, Ugh. which I did not know it's until gross. you brought it up, Tyler. <laughs> he plays but pervert. Apparently, <laughs> he was engaged to Rose McGowan at the time that this movie was made. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they had some freaky deaky shit. Doom, 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 I doom. mean, <laughs> trigger warning for a lot of the <laughs> concepts in these movies. Marilyn Manson, suicide. Ugh. There's many Ugh. more to come. Yeah, there's right. a lot of problematic things in on both of these movies. But we'll but get into it. We're yeah. gonna slide right past that and talk about how <laughs> the shot of Violet sitting on the hood of her red Corvette was inspired Hilarious. by the famous billboards of Angeline that were seen <gasps> around LA in the 80s and 90s. I love Angeline. Angeline. She used to come into Tendergrant. All the time Isn't she running there. for governor? Yes. Is she oh really? my gosh, she has a she, video online. She's running her, for governor. Her, oh no. Her uh, platform. <laughs> she holds this little puppy. It's so stupid. Oh, wow. but I watched it and I was like, you know what? She's got my vote. She's got my vote. <laughs> got, well, I'm gonna write her in and vote on a flip phone from the '90s. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, she's all about the 90s. Right. Yeah. And she was huge in the 80s, too. I guess that's kind of like Arnold. That's how he became governor. Oh, <laughs> oh Arnold's back in here. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> and the last fact that I have for you fellas is this film, Jawbreaker, oh, yeah? was shot in a short and hectic 30 days. Jesus Whoa. Christ. 30 days. That's like a horror Rose movie. Rose McGowan was like, I need to go. Fuck Marilyn Manson <laughs> for the next Jesus. month with his sticky lips, sticky uh, lips. his weird mustache. Oh God, sticky lips. I quit. This is disgusting. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I did that. Sticky or I lips. Sing a song. Oh, it's yeah. in my head now. Yeah, I know. No it's more. Be no more sticky lips. sticky lips. No more sticky lips. No more sticky lips. Well, that's who's in it. That's the synopsis, and those are the fun facts. Those you know facts a little bit more about both of these Dim's movies the now. Rules. Well, that was very fun. I want to mix things up now before we really get into talking about everything we think about these movies. Yeah. Yeah. I want to play a little game, oh. As, oh. as we tend to do on this, I love on this show. Yeah. It's emotional? It can get emotional. Are we going to okay. cry if you go there, or are we going to laugh? Whatever you want to do. I'm going to let you take <laughs> yourself there. So both of these movies deal in cliche clicks, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Clicks that we see in every high school movie ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know, maybe our high schools had clicks that were similar to that. But I want to know about the non-cliche clicks. I oh. want to know about maybe a click in your high school that you might not see represented in a typical Hollywood movie. Something that's abnormal that most people might not have in their high it's school. More real life. Yeah. More real life. <laughs> something unique to you and your school. Did you guys go to 
very big high schools? No. I, I did, yes. I did not. I had a graduating class of 92 people. <gasps> Jesus. Yeah. What were you number, in a schoolhouse? Uh, rank were you out of 92? Uh, like top 20 in terms of grades and stuff? Yeah. Probably like top 20 or 30. Okay. Stop bragging. Uh, not the, Mr. Smart. That's not bragging. <laughs> it takes like a B minus across we the get board. It. You know to how to read. Yeah. <laughs> but um, not catching the I went the to ride. a giant school. Um, I think our class had like six, seven hundred. Yeah, I think that's about what mine was too. Jesus, Those Texas, Texas schools. per class. Yeah, that was like our entire school grades four through twelve. It was a weird school. <gasps> four through twelve. We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Four <laughs> <through> <laughs> fourth graders going on uh, hanging out. I showed up as a seventh grader, so I was there seven through twelve. Jesus, but... showed up as a seventh grader, left as a man. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> All right, clicks. Um, what, what, what do we have? Yeah, what do we some have? cliche clicks. Let me think. I mean, I. I I don't know if this is if this is non cliche, but I remember a bunch. Well, actually, my school just felt like a lot of like but like it was like social butterfly. I guess what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that theater was cool in a weird way, and so the like there was a bunch of sports people that started to to join theater and then yeah. the, the worlds all got mishmaxed up. Mishmaxed, mixed up. So you're saying that there was a lot of crossover in There's these There's a lot clicks? of crossover, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And then like a bunch of like lesbian softball players. Now that is an interesting click. I don't think every high school has that. At least mine didn't because we didn't have softball. You I don't have know any if they sports. were out at the time. We had soccer but and they were. I, I heard a lot of word around the watering hole was there's a lot of uh well that's unique to your school too you had a watering hole yeah <laughs> so greg was in a schoolhouse you had a watering hole uh-huh. yeah what was your school like tyler uh well i you know a, a lot of the same actually i think um we had a lot of jocks in our theater department a lot of like people that played football a lot of people that played baseball actually were in our theater department did debate uh, and it wasn't which, like shunned for like no, the jocks to be no, doing No, I think everyone everyone was kind of like just a part of everything. It's weird. Hmm. Like there wasn't really like a set click. There wasn't the goth kids. There wasn't the popular kids. It was yeah. all kind of meshed together, which I think is more like real life. Yeah. Which is weird because, yeah, I mine was the same, but it's weird that we both grew up in Texas. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that. Yeah, you would, would think be... Texas would be very stereotypical. It, that's clicks. very true, which is, it, and it's also nice because we got to do like a lot of different plays that like called for like bigger people and, and like like strong men and stuff like that in the plays. And Was there ever a click that you were jealous of that you wanted to be a part of that you... You oh, looked man. on from the outside with longing um, and lust. Why are I just seeing in my head Puss in Boots when he's holding that? The theater hat. department. No. <laughs> you, want, you were in the theater department, no, but I you was. felt like an outsider. I, I was own. an outsider. Wow, spoken like a true actor. Well, that's, a, that's a good transition for my school because my school was a performing arts school. That's why it was so weird. Mm. Um, four through 12, which, by the way, now it's K through 12. That's insane. Really weird. Really weird. But yeah, it was 4 through 12, performing arts, so everyone had a major. Um, and when you were younger, you could have multiple majors. I started in seventh grade as drama, vocal, and dance. Triple threat over Whoa. here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Greg, you can dance. And then uh, I can dance if I want to. You I can leave your friends behind. behind. Um, so yeah, a lot of our cliques <laughs> were just defined by that sometimes. Although, like your schools, it was much more inclusive than you see in these movies. It was very, a lot of crossover. But I will say the most interesting clique that I would define 
didn't actually take place in the school at all. Because another thing unique to my oh, school, shit. there seemed to be this weird like open door policy where we could just like skip school willy nilly, never get in trouble. The security guard never cared. So people would just like show up for first bell. What the and fuck then just is spend going on the whole Ohio. rest of the day somewhere else. It was a it was a very loose, loosey goosey kind of school. I did so, that too, but it was just because I was bad. And you were just being sneaky. <laughs> we we sneaky, barely sneaky. had to sneak. Yeah. So this clique that I'm describing, I'm going to call them the coffee shop kids, oh. um, which included everyone. And I would sometimes join. I kind of like moved around from different group, different group. And sometimes you'd catch me. There was a coffee shop like three blocks down and people would just, again, show up first bell and then, you know, just go to the coffee shop for the rest of the day and spend like six hours all the school day at the coffee shop not learning anything but the second bell social engagement just always like well i guess no one's <laughs> there's no one in again. my class it was yeah. such a weird school i feel like the teachers joined us at the coffee Whoa. shop like it's it's uh there was just a lot of freedom most of our learning took place outside of class like everything was in the halls it's a very montessori way of uh, very like of it's kind of like the movie fame where like you go down one hallway fame. Yeah, the David Bowie song thing. <laughs> but you go down one hallway and there's like the dancers doing their thing. And then another hallway and you got the visual artists just all painting something. And go down another one and the musicians are practicing their instruments. It just all took place in the hallways. It was very odd. That's huh. weird. That's cluttered. Yeah. I don't know if I would like that. I loved it. I'd be like, can you go to a class? Honestly, it, sounds, it sounds fun to me right now. That kind now. of freedom... It, it geared me up for that for college, and then college felt so restrictive and structured Extremely, compared to that. Which, by the way, those that are listening, we all met in college. Aww, so so sweet. Aww. Yeah. Well, that was fun. I <laughs> think those are some crazy cliche clicks. Woo! Bringing it back. So maybe we should start uh start talking about these movies. Let's huh? do it. Heather's Let's and Jawbreaker. What do we think? Yes. What are please. we thinking? Uh. For me, this was the first viewing for both of these movies. Uh, I think it was the same for you guys as well. Yeah, just Heather's for me. I've seen Heathers. Jawbreaker. Cause... I had seen maybe like the first forty minutes of Heather's like a decade ago when I was dating someone named Heather, <laughs> and then um, you know she wanted to show me the movie, and then she was like, "This is my movie." And then we got drunk and started fooling around. So I missed the rest of the movie. Typical was Heather. Also a decade <laughs> Typical ago. Typical Heather. What's I know, your damage, right? Damage Heather. So yeah, ultimately I've never seen either of these movies. Yeah. Right. Um. They were both surprising films. I mean, yeah. Yes, Heather's, I wasn't expecting it to go the way it was. I thought it was just going to be like nasty girls being bad, but not um, killing. Not so dark. Not it so became dark. almost a horror movie in some aspects. Oh, yeah. I mean, when they're chasing the the jock in the woods, like, I'm like, this is fucking, this is Jason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right now. I mean, Christian Slater's character is, we talked about in the opening, he's a psychopath. He's, he is a psychopath. He's, it, you start out thinking like, oh, he's just kind of like the fun, rebellious James Dean type kid who's, you know, a little bit on the outskirts, but still cool. And then first thing he, he does in his first scene is pulls a gun in school. Which is yeah. trigger warning in the most like right, literal right. sense. Yeah, I mean post Columbine. I mean we're we're all post Columbine kids, so like I think just seeing that on screen was jarring for me. Right in the first scene or whatever when he has the fake gun and like you know shoots the the blank or whatever. Yeah, like, you would be if that would have happened. Like be in you jail would be in jail. Forever. You would be. It would be like you'd never see that person again. They it's would nuts. Be gone it's forever. also shocking that he just pulls out a gun. Yeah, and comes out of nowhere. And, and they say it's like... a real gun with blanks, and he gets suspended for like 
a week or a something. Week. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, that's absurd. That group of teachers like have, that all sit around that table that are just like smoking oh, cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just don't fucking care. I loved those scenes. All the adults, really. When yeah. when they're when they're trying to kind of negotiate, it's like, well, if she was a cheerleader, we'd have a full day off for the school for her death. But because she wasn't, we'll take a half day. Like the way they're negotiating right, yeah. based on the popularity so of the student. Wild. I thought that was hilarious. And then the guidance counselor is like trying to take hold of everything. And she finally gets her moment when they get to hold hands. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because it was not really ever about the kid for her either. No, it was, it was about, about fame. It was about fame. Fame. Yeah. Fame. <laughs> Going back to Christian Slater real quick, I just want to mention how crazy it is. Not only does he pull out a gun, but he's wearing a dusty trench coat and yeah. combat boots. Mm-hmm. Like the exact profile of what the Columbine kids ended up yeah, doing. Yeah, we just it's we wild. just did The Matrix, which a lot of people blame The Matrix for. Matrix and Marilyn Manson and of Marilyn all people. Manson for what <laughs> uh, kind of, you know, transpired on in, in Columbine. But yeah. Heather's, I mean, did it first. It's It's <laughs> way more spot on. It's like, I don't know if if school shooters are actually trying to like bend time and run up walls like in the matrix True. but like what happens in heathers has happened since a lot in but, real life but it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a lot more than just school shooting you got uh, dealing with popularity dealing with uh you know people that that are not cool mm-hmm. kind of you got teen you got teen suicide going on right here there's so and, many trigger war- i mean yeah the eating disorders eating disor- homophobia yep. mm-hmm. there's a lot of homophobia in there is kind yeah. of both of these I movies know. actually yeah it's it's but i i, I think heather's is a hot. little bit it's kind of hot homophobia's hot <laughs> homophobia's wow. hot no, i'm That's, just kidding but just the scene where he's like say take. you like say say you like big dicks i was like <laughs> okay I, I did think it was funny the way he's like trying to the the nerd is like mm, yeah oh i love big dicks mm, can't get enough of them like he's trying to like goat the bully somehow right. and i don't know i thought that was hilarious <laughs> it's so interesting to me that um you know there's just this idea that pop popular kids in high school are like your whole world when you live in that bubble that's Mm -hmm. your whole thing and i'm sure we've all experienced that where we see certain people controlling certain things i mean my school wasn't really like that i don't really feel like it was like that but that's like a trope that we see all the time i was were you prom queen (laughs) i was prom king oh what about you greg i was homecoming king yeah i guess what i was no big deal you were stuffed Sad. into lockers. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Sad. Yes. <laughs> the answer to that question is yes. The only reason I said that is because we talked about this before, so I knew yeah. what your answer was. I wouldn't have said also, that had I not. Known. Michael's yours is a much bigger accomplishment because you had such a large student body. Yeah, true. I was up against ninety other, really only like thirty other dudes, because our school is also two to one girls to guys. Oh, so it was really yeah. me versus like twenty five other guys in my class that could have been homecoming king. So yeah. really not that impressive. And also, I tied with another dude. <gasps> so there were two homecoming Damn. kings. Did they cut the crown in half? No, but they cut the dance in half. You know how you dance with the <laughs> get the fuck. So out each of, here. of us spent half of one song <laughs> dancing with the homecoming. Queen. Oh, I was also most likely to be famous, but. How's that working out for you? Well, <laughs> that's um, what this podcast is for. Yeah, that's why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry, that was so no. I'm rude. kidding. It's uh, it doesn't matter. None <laughs> of that matters. Which is brings me back to my point that mm-hmm. like none of it matters. Which is why this movie is so interesting to me because it's which one, so, Heather's? Heather's, Heather's yeah. yeah. Because it's so the gravity of what happens in this movie based on something that won't matter in the future yeah. at all. Like Veronica gets mad at Heather because she 
throws up at a party or Veronica throws up at a party and then Heather tells every or is going to tell everybody. Yeah. So yeah. like it's just like these stupid, stupid things. And then it escalates to murder. Can we talk real quick about how much croquet is in this movie? A lot. It's a big theme. It should the be movie. called croquet. Like it's... there's, I guess, more croquet than Heather's. There's only three Heather's. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I and feel there's like every at least other scene. four scenes of croquet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the rules of croquet. So I didn't either. Jen was... had to explain it to me. Yeah. My wife. I mean, don't you just hit the ball through the little goal? Thing? Yeah, but you can knock someone else's ball out of the way. It's like which bocce... taking your turn. Yeah, it's yes. like bocce ball with sticks. Yeah, kinda. exactly. It's like okay, bocce ball. Let's stop talking about that. <laughs> yeah. that too much sports. Yeah, way too I, much I sports going about. on. Dan it, Dan it. But they did. I mean, that was it. Was the first scene in the movie it was croquet, and it was like establishing that hierarchy of Heather's. Is like yeah, it was very smart. The lead Heather has the red scrunchie and she gets the red ball and everyone mm -hmm. wants to play with the red ball for some reason. Right. Um, and then they're all color coded is like the other, the most like the kind of weak uh, one that's reading Moby Dick, uh, Shannon Doherty, she's in green. Uh, the other one's in blue. blue. But what's, yeah. it, what's interesting is that she knocks Shannon Doherty's out of the way. And then Shannon Doherty actually hits it to an amazing spot in that scene to kind of foreshadow what happens later after that yeah. Heather dies, yeah. Shannon Doherty kind of takes that place. Yeah. And and that moves into that place. So uh, And and when Winona Ryder is buried head deep, basically. Like her head is sticking. Like, is that real? Is that like, there's a lot I, of this movie no, that you're not it was, sure what's it's, it's, it's camp and it's uh it's just showing it that whole scene was to show powers dynamics yeah. and just give you an idea of what is to come. That scene actually was filmed before last. live audience. <laughs> before no, it was, a live it was the audience. last scene filmed of the movie. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. So they just shot it in reverse order. Yeah. Last scene first. Interesting. <laughs> Let's talk about Jawbreaker a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very different tone. Also, surprising tone. I wasn't. Both of these movies. It opened I didn't know. the way it opened was like. Just a, a gut punch because they, they you're you're immediately seeing these masked individuals just grab a girl, mm -hmm. yeah. duct tape no her up. No context. I was like, what is happening? This is insane. Because you, you look at the posters and and the trailers, and it's very bright. It's very like neon colors, and then you got this opening scene that's just insane. Yeah, and as yeah. someone who used to eat a lot of Jawbreakers, <laughs> they were like my favorite thing. Really? Uh, yeah, me and my brother both used to get them, and we'd lick them down until they got very small. That's and hot. I, <laughs> not together, not the same one, you <laughs> sick bitch. But <laughs> I, ch I've choked on a few. That's uh, like even hot. That's even hot. <laughs> Damn it, you Oh, you guys. As long as you don't choke on it so much that it kills you and gets lodged yeah. right. visibly no in your tape throat. over like my mouth. And... Yeah, that was wild. So I guess that is something that people sometimes do is like, we're going to kidnap you for your birthday. Is and that like, something that happens? But usually not like a literal no kidnapping. No one ever kidnapped me in my birthday. Like, like, like I've heard people like talk about that. It's usually like, we're just gonna like put a fun blindfold on you and yeah. then take you in the car. It's not usually literally like duct taping you, gagging you, yeah, like, putting you in a body bag. Like what my the parents fuck? just put balloons in my room every birthday. That was my tradition. That's something. If Who? my if my can you imagine my parents <laughs> kidnapped me and put a jawbreaker in my mouth? I mean, who, who was the person that put the jawbreaker in her mouth? I think was it was it? Rose, Rose McGowan. McGowan. She's so, the lead baddie. So you could possibly say that there was an in intentionality too. Yeah. It's debatable. Maybe hope that she's choking on it. It's debatable. It's kind of like Winona in Heather's, where it's like, 
Heather, I mean, Winona is definitely played to be more of the good guy in yes. Heather's than Rose but McGowan is. But she does is. want them dead. But both of them, it's debatable how much it is an accident that they're doing these yes. killings. Yeah. You know? I mean, she's, and Winona keeps going on with uh, JD, uh, Christian Slater's character. Yeah. On and on. She kills... takes it really far when she knows, like, she's shooting a man in the chest. Like, after she saw the other guy die, basically. I think Rose McGowan's character didn't intend to do it. Okay. But once she realized that she had killed her friend, it gave her a weird sort of power. Yeah. That she liked she holds it. On she to. enjoyed yeah, it. She liked it. Yeah. No remorse either. And she just snapped right into action. She, because she was that, you know, she has a line... Um, to Miss Greer in the bathroom where she says- <laughs> Judy Greer, not Pam Greer. Not Pam Greer. Right. <laughs> uh, where she says, I made you and I can break you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, she, let's talk about Judy Greer, because I just She's incredible. To. I, I love, love her so anytime, much. So when that movie started, Jawbreaker, first thing you hear is Judy Greer's voiceover. Yeah. And I've watched and heard enough of her that I immediately recognized her voice. Yeah. And was like, oh, hell yeah. Anytime Judy Greer shows up in something, she's it's better. Incredible. It, she just she's makes everything so she's in better. Yes. And this was her third project she had ever done. She has now done 225 projects. She works. She works. The lady works. She better work. Damn. And she's incredible in this movie. It's a, it's a, you know, it's kind of a silly movie with silly performances, you could say, but she serves her role well. Yeah. Jawbreaker is very over the top. You know, everything about this movie is over the top, and yeah. it's intentional, of course. You got wipes. You got, I mean, Judy Greer's character going from. Um, the like, makeover, <laughs> the, ma the makeover of Judy Greer is so insane. Oh so she gosh. starts as like the most homely nerd you've ever seen on screen. Like they really make her down to look like the most outrageous dork you've ever. Like right. her hair is so frizzy and flat, and she's wearing the baggiest oversized cardigans. It's just it's comical. Yes. And then, and then she gets a really bad haircut, in my opinion. So it's I a hate Karen, the it's hair. It's a Karen it's haircut. It's very nineties. It's yeah. You know what it reminded me of was Dharma from Dharma and Greg. Ooh. They give her the Jenna Elfman, <clears throat> which was very of its, its time. It's a party in the back and and yeah. party in the like, front. It's a party in the front. <laughs> party in the back. Party in the front. It's part, party all over. It's a lot of party. <laughs> but you know, it's it's supposed to be a huge, amazing makeover, and she does look very like nineties bubblegum princessy. Yes. I guess afterwards. I yeah. mean, and she had the whole like she was the skinniest of all of them and yeah. that was what was cool at that and the time. tallest which makes her look like a runway mom right yeah. like yeah. she's got mm -hmm. that going on Violet. Um, and then you know she kind of moves into rose mcgowan's spot and rose mcgowan's like uh -uh, i'm not yeah i'm not having that which shit. is similar to heather's where Just there's similar to different heather's, heathers yeah. take over the lead mm -hmm. bitch basically what's the name of the the good girl in which one? Uh, Jawbreaker. Oh, Re Rebecca uh, the, Gayhart? Rebecca Gayhart Rebecca is Gayhart. the actress. She's, yes. I love her in this movie because I just like her face. Like She's beautiful. She's beautiful yeah. and she just has that, like, the look of you you can see into her soul through Here's those big, big guys. I thought watching her and pretty much the whole cast of Jawbreaker was like, holy shit, these people are 30. <laughs> these people, and I looked it up. At least. I looked it up. Even though Jawbreaker came out 11 years after Heather's and they both take place in high schools, Rebecca Gayhart is older than Winona Ryder. That's yes. crazy. That's why it's only two month difference. She definitely but looked like somebody's mother. It's um, wild. Yeah. There was some gray hairs happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every I looked up the the age of everyone in both casts, and consistently in Heather's, everyone Winona was sixteen, Christian Slater is eighteen, and the whole cast is anywhere from sixteen to twenty one, basically. 
And in Jawbreaker, everyone is... Rose McGowan is 26, and she's like the youngest of them all. It's 26 to like 31. It's wild. Good for them. It's good, for, good for them good still for being them. in high school at 31. Yeah. That's such a 90s thing. It was like peak, let's cast the most attractive, fully formed 30-year-olds to play high school. That's such a, it's a Hollywood thing, though, because I feel like Heather's we've kind got, of- We've gone back a little bit to casting age-appropriate I guess school, now, yes. Like Stranger You're Things right. and stuff. Yes, Winona. now- um, Winona. <laughs> Winona. Um, Is it Winona or Winona? Winona. Winona Ryder. Winona. 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 It depends how whiny she is. Yeah. If she's if, in a mood, then it's Winona. 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 <laughs> that was stupid. My best joke yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up. Um, let's talk about them walking down the hallway, though. Oh, the hallway strut in Jawbreaker. The hallway strut. She's so fuck It's beautiful. And, and it's interesting. It's parodied in Not Another Teen Movie. That's this movie didn't do well at the box office, but it was big enough that it got some parodies in its in that. And we movie. talked about earlier that it inspired the Mean Girls. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Mean Girls mean did girls. the strut too. Um, both of these movies inspired Mean Girls. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They both had to walk in order for Mean Girls to run. Wow, beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> it's gonna be sold in our store. Well, as I had mentioned, the the writer <laughs> forty dollars writer of Heather's his brother directed Mean Girls. Yeah. So you know there is there's obvious overlap there. Yeah, and I do feel like. Without Carrie in the seventies, I mean, it's less of a one-to-one comparison. But you know, you think about Jawbreaker, the final scene that takes place at the prom with a humiliation of the main girl. Yeah, it's not pig's blood, but they do joke about that. The scene earlier where they're like, "Well, why don't we just get pig's blood and dump it on right. her?" It and is very Carrie obvious at reference the end of that movie. So very Carrie, yeah, very, very Carrie, very Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, easily um, entertained today we are. Yes, we <laughs> are. I'm laughing wow, so hard at my own stuff. Yoded it up. Easily, easily entertained, entertained we are. are. <laughs> um, what else? I mean, I just want to compare these different tones because like Heather's is such a social satire where it, it's it, like dark pop. Yeah. Dark pop Nihilism. comedy. You see, you, yeah. Whereas in the Heather's beginning. is dark dark comedy i would say i'm giving dark, it two darks like, because there's so much blood and and d- like plotted murder yeah basically. like heather's there's a lot more murder in heather's than there is in jawbreaker there's only oh, yeah. that one murder in the yeah. beginning of jawbreaker but heather's throughout that entire movie people are getting knocked off left and right christian slater just goes full psycho and and they do a really good job of of making christian slater his character like the the reason why he's doing like his dad is also what does his dad do is he's he, he's a construction worker who like but he kills people he in his, his explosion mom, right? and and some Norwegian apparently every scene he's in he's just coming home like well, but I, well just I killed another person killed some people <laughs> in an explosion let's check it out on and the they news. have a weird banter the like the dad is the son and the son is the dad and yeah that was kinky I didn't it was <laughs> daddy there's a lot of <laughs> smarminess to not just Christian Slater's character but kind of the whole movie of Heather's that sometimes rubbed me the wrong way where it's just it's very clever it's a very clever movie and it's very cynical but sometimes those two things made it almost too cynical and clever where it just was really full of its like it's a good movie and it knows it's smart and I feel like it knows a little bit too much that it's smart. It's know? a little also, pretentious, you would say. Yes, that's one the word. Of the movie, one of the kind of movies that you have to watch more than once, I feel. That yeah. was the first time I've ever seen it. Yeah. And I feel like that's the kind of movie that catchphrases start and like, yeah. you know, it has a cult following. Both of these movies do. But Heather's, I think, had I watched it 
more times than one time you know you'd latch on to certain things so i yeah. can see myself watching it again at some point yeah i think i think jawbreakers um i don't want to say on the surface but it's more it's it's more pal- palatable if it's, that makes sense yeah because it, it's it's like candy coated you know like yeah. everything about it wow. it's very obvious like that's what they're doing is candy coated Th- that's that's <laughs> why they're wearing candy colored clothes the whole time and the set pieces are all candy colored yeah and, and, and a the lot tr- of their ear a lot of like uh cylindrical things yes to mimic and, the, the and even just like the wipes and the transitions and the sound <laughs> effects are so cartoonish that it gives a you know they're they're obviously trying to do something where it's like dark and subversive but covered in something light and poppy yes which is it, but, he, but very Heather, different heather's feels more like you could write a like 14 page paper on the, the social cues of heather's and probably and and i'm sure people have heather's <laughs> is a musical that's done very well people love it it's a pop rock musical that's true. the music yeah. is very good it is surprising to me a just that they would turn this into a musical but that reinventing Heathers and, and rebooting and remaking Heathers works in this day and age after Columbine and Sandy I'm Hook and sure all that. I think Gen Z has kind of latched on to Heathers. It has that same uh, that same nihilism. I think Gen Z and Gen X have a lot in common. They have a lot I'm just in like, common. whatever, never mind. Y'all have fucked up everything for us. So yeah, and we're exactly. here to bridge the gap. And we're, we're just here Meanwhile, to be like, what are we doing? And boomers and millennials, we're just fighting at each other all the time. It's true. And these other, other generations are like, just get over yourselves. What just, are you right. just kill yourself. Just kill yourself. I'm kidding. Don't. Uh, and both of these movies are, thank you for that, by the way. Please there, don't. There is, like, Heathers does approach suicide in a very flippant way. It's satirical kind and it's. Of, it's sarcastic, it's sardonic, but it is like they make it look cool. Yeah, like it's supposed to be a commentary on the way that we approach teenage suicide yes. and tragedy, but the way that it's so flippant is very eighties. You couldn't but do that. But it's also, today. Uh, you know, commenting on how we see things in magazines and we do it, and we see things on yeah, TV exactly. and we want to imitate it or Absolutely. emulate it. For so. instance, the the third Heather. She tries to kill herself with pills yeah. because other people are committing suicide, and she wants to be part of that statistic. Winona Ryder actually says, "Yeah, what you just want to be a statistic? That's that's what you'll go down." It in becomes history cool as. in that it world. Cool. Everyone wants yourself. to kill themselves. It's so wild. yeah, that, that just speaks to how Heather's is just a very dark, dark movie. It does a lot of things. It's it's simultaneously very wacky and a lot of just like almost like airplane naked gun style jokes that come out of nowhere mixed with like really heavy social satire. But if if we're talking about like Mean Girls, I think Jawbreaker actually has more in common with Mean Girls. And I think it needs, you would not have Mean Girls without Jawbreaker more than Heathers. Yeah, there is more overlap there. I could see that. And I think it's because they're only like eight years apart. And just and stylistically, I think they're very similar. Yeah. Even though Mean Girls is much funnier. And and oh, it's the funniest. It's the it's the funniest. It's pretty funny. It's, it's the best. I did laugh at Jawbreaker. Though. Both movies made yeah. me laugh out loud. A lot of times, it's like a guilty laugh of like, oh god, I'm I'm not supposed to be laughing at that in my modern wokeness. I don't know, <laughs> but, but it's still funny. Like you just have to put yourself in the time and place of when these yes. movies. Came I just out. remembered something from Jawbreaker when Rebecca Gayhart and her little actor boyfriend go to look for Ethan Hawke discount Ethan Hawke yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> when they go to look for that picture because they were like that'll prove it the picture of the girl's yeah. face. They didn't look at all because then the camera pans it's down. Like right it's there right in there. the gutter. There's a lot of plot points in Jawbreaker that makes you scratch your head of like they would so obviously get caught like 
They're, Same thing in Heather's, the, though. The greeting card that has the recording of, like, yeah, I killed the, the queen dream or whatever. Right. Yeah. No big deal. And they just leave it there as evidence, and no cops or detectives ever <laughs> pick it up and... Like what? Yeah, but that was when the movie ends. It's like they, we just the audience needed to know that she True. got caught. True, exactly, exactly. And but then what about all the others with both of these movies? Like, there should be more accountability than just the main bad guys. Like Winona should also get in trouble a little bit, and well, Heather's and the other mean girls in Jawbreakers. They're complicit. They're hiding the body. Like in Heather's, they actually kind of hint at it that the cops during the scene where they're chasing the jocks through the woods, mm -hmm. the cops are actually smoking weed. Yeah, they're dumb. They're really dumb. Yeah. So I, at least there's something to kind of account for that they're not getting caught or they're not doing their job. They're also yeah. creeps because he's like, they are, are they naked? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the high school it's kids are naked. So yeah. Ugh, it's so wrong. Well, I would like to play a little game. <gasps> Another game? Yeah. So fun. So there's a lot of Two bad... Game Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of bad kids in these movies, a lot of kids doing some terrible things, um, and everyone's kind of got like that you know, mean streak in them when they were in high school, even middle school. I would like to know what, you know, you guys got in trouble for in high school. What kind of bad boys we what were? What kind of bad boy? You know, I'm going to call this Bad Boys for Life. <gasps> bad Boys for Life. That's the highest grossing movie of 2020. I don't like that that's <laughs> a statistic. I mean, statistic. there's a asterisk on that statistic <laughs> with 2020. It came out like March 3rd of 2020. Oh, so, well, there you go. Uh, something like that. So I want to yeah. know, I want to know like what you got in trouble for in high school or... I'm oh sorry, boy. I can't disclose any of that without oh a pair of lawyer <laughs> yeah, I need to talk well, to my lawyer. <laughs> we have our lawyer uh, here. Uh, he's sitting right here. Hey, guys. Oh, wow. How's it going? Oh, wow. Oh, hey. <laughs> it's me, Bert. Hey, Bert. Bert. Wow. How does any judge take you seriously? Right. Right. You know, I just got to do my job. Where's Ernie? Okay, That's so my name. we got to talk <laughs> about Ernie. our horrible past here. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm God. sure we didn't kill I anybody. I just started to sweat. Okay, I'm, I'm going to mention, because we talked about how JD, Christian Slater's character, only got suspended for a week for pulling a gun and shooting <laughs> it in the school. I'm going to juxtapose that for when I got suspended for a month and a half. And right. I, I had to go to a whole nother alternative suspension school called A2E, Alternative to Expulsion. Oh, shit. Uh, the A2E sounds like a band from the 90s. It was, and, the, and the two was the number two, which is like non-educational. That's right. ridiculous. That sounds even more like a band. <laughs> and you couldn't wear the color red because the Bloods had infiltrated the school a year before. So <laughs> oh, it was, wow. And, you know, the Cincinnati Reds were our team. So that's just oh, some no. irony there. So what I did... The, is basically, you know, I this is interesting because I was kind of like a good boy in school for the most part. I got good grades. I was in the honor society, you know, all the plays and everything. But one night, me and my girlfriend, it was a Saturday night. The school was closed. And I think our car was parked there because we were down the street going to the circus of all places. Oh, and, my God. And Where's so, this story going? <laughs> when, we, when we got back to our car, we're talking for a bit. I really have to pee. So I try to find a place inside nice. the school to pee. So we basically break into the school. What? Um, I do my business, go to the bathroom, and then we just explore room after room, room after room. And then, like the theater nerds that we are, one of the rooms that's unlocked is the Black Box Theater. And one thing leads, leads to another, and we start fucking. No. <laughs> and, then, and then mid-fucking, a security guard who we don't even know. He doesn't work for the school. He works Dale. for the district. His name's Dale. Maybe. 
Um, he walks in because apparently this old school that was built in 1900 <laughs> that was like really fucking ghetto still had like motion detectors that we didn't know about. What the fuck? So we were hiding from the cameras, putting our hoods up and everything, but the motion detectors triggered something. So some guy that's just looking at all the screens comes in, walks in on us, has us get dressed, which we should have just run for it at that moment. He was, he didn't know the school and he was overweight and we easily could have outrun oh, him. Okay. He was overweight. I yeah. Guess. He's also like 50. Okay. Um, so so it, we just, we were dumb in getting caught. We could have easily just grabbed our clothes, made a run for it and run out the why window. Why can't you just have sex in your car? Like a normal kid. It's not enough room. Because Wait. that's incredible. That's a great story. I'm sure you <laughs> lived on an infamy infamy. Oh yeah. For, a while. It, like it definitely raised our. Who... That was after being homecoming king. It was like second semester senior year. You know, we were worried about oh, graduating so and it, stuff. You know? And we became legends for the rest then of the school year. Then people just started doing that. Legend. One after yeah, the like other. Heather's. It became cool and yeah. everyone started fucking. <laughs> <laughs> everyone fucked in, in that black, black box. box yeah, the teachers so, got caught. Yeah, that's my bad boy story. Oh, man. That's a that's, good one. That's a, that's a, that's you're a bad boy. Really I'm a bad good. boy for life. <laughs> for life, a man. Theater nerd turned stoner bad boy. I. I'm trying to. Th okay, I'll. This is something that I. Our lawyers here, just letting you know. This is yeah, something this that is I feel comfortable saying. I've done a lot of bad shit, <laughs> and some of it I just can't tell to anyone. Mm -hmm. It's a secret. Yeah. Effort. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I used to smoke cigarettes at school all the time. Um, How scandalous! When I was Michael, uh, like 15, 16, and. Um, there was a place called the L where two buildings hid the, there was like two alleys that made an L and we could stand at the, you know, where the, the L the intersection, yeah, the intersection. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and we would smoke, we would be able to look either way and smoke cigarettes and so stupid, but oh, like you're a lookout for each other. Yeah. I we get would, it. Yeah. yeah. We were lookouts. Yeah. Yeah. Look and, um, very good Tyler. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'm learning. My oh ABCs. my God. I'm just not realizing maybe that's why they called it the L too. <gasps> Or wow. maybe that's too deep. Anyway, it doesn't yes. matter. But the teachers caught on. So people started to patrol that area. So me and my friend one day decided to go out to the football field and smoke under the bleachers. And um, we got caught by a police officer. Oh, fuck. <gasps> and um, I... You know, this is fucked up, but I did not get in trouble, but the guy I was with did get in trouble. And the only reason I didn't get in trouble is because my brother died the year before mm. and everyone just didn't know how to handle that. So they let me get away with all of this shit. But the other kid got like suspended and he got a ticket. They called my mom and she picked me up from school. Like that was... Uh, but I felt guilty that this that's why I'm telling the story yeah, and why it sticks yeah. out as something uh, uh, that I did bad is because I feel like I didn't get rightfully punished for that. It's kind of like these movies. People don't know how to react Michael, to do, death and tragedy. Do you need to be punished? I've been bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now, I mean, I think about it and I'm like, that's so fucking dumb. Like to yeah. smoke under the bleachers where everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, pretty bad though. You're a bad boy. Yeah, you're a bad boy for life. Um, <laughs> I was a pretty much a goody two-shoes in high school. I was nerd. pretty- I was a nerd. I was, I was boring. I was a- uh, let me uh, give you a wedgie real quick. No, get away from me. Don't put me in the locker again. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> You're way stronger than me. And I'm bigger. <laughs> um, but I would say that in in like elementary school, middle school, I was a really bad kid uh, to the point where I had to be medicated. I got that good stuff. Oh, you got on the drugs? I got the Ritalin, Did baby. Did that make you cool? 
<laughs> no, I, I actually, uh, I never sold it. So oh. they, you, you hear that, lawyer? I didn't. I didn't sell. You could have made my... so much money. Every, know, any kid who gets Ritalin or Adderall, I had you to turn take it, it for Greg. a profit. <laughs> I needed. You it. take a certain amount, but usually the doctors overprescribe, so you just sell the excess. I needed the medication. <laughs> what um, are the things that you would do that yeah. made you get medicated? Um. So like. I would constantly be sent to the principal's office for interrupting, for trying to like make jokes, for dancing on my desk. <laughs> like Judy Greer in that like scene in Jawbreaker on her car. Just dancing on the desk. Um, They're would... like, oh, Tyler's dancing on his Here goddamn goes, desk damn it, again. Tyler. Dancing desk Tyler again. Uh, that's <laughs> Someone call his parents. They need to up his Ritalin prescription. <laughs> well, so I kept getting sent to the principal's office. I was, I was pissed off. And eventually I was like, I don't want to go to school anymore. I keep going to the principal's office. I don't want to go to school. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, that's when my parents were like, well, maybe this kid needs some medication. And uh, wow. yeah, I got, I got on some Ritalin, some Adderall, some Concerta. All for dancing, for just expressing for your just joy. Expressing your it was, joy. It was like I know. A, it was like Footloose, guys. It, it was, was a town. Did you grow up in the town of it Footloose? Was a, it was a town <laughs> did that didn't allow, allow dancing <laughs> on your desks. And okay. now I do it professionally. You're a professional dancer. Yeah. That's right. Show us a dance. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I love when people sing and dance. <laughs> oh, yo, 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 <laughs> but yeah. Okay, well that's some bad boy behavior. I think we all are safe to say that we are bad boys for, for life. life. Yeah, buddy. Well, now that we've gone through all of that, let's have some final thoughts. What do we what do we think in which movie do we like better? Look, both of these movies were very surprisingly well made. I, I think that I enjoyed both movies for different reasons. Um, they're 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 both deeper than they look. Yeah, they um, are on deep. the certain <laughs> way, <deeper>. very deep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough. Yeah, bad man. <laughs> um, but that's my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's your lawyer. <laughs> that's amazing. Not Harvey Dent. <laughs> Batman. Batman. Um, but yeah, I you know I was thoroughly surprised with both these movies that I haven't seen before. I personally thought Heather's was a little bit more deep. There was a little bit more uh, there mm -hmm. um, than Jawbreaker. I the wipes in Jawbreaker. I could not get over like the wipes the with the sound effects. I literally thought of you when I saw those and I was like, Tyler's going to hate those. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I liked like the, the pastel colors and I liked the, the, the plot. I, I enjoyed everything. I don't know. But you're going Heather's. It, but they're both a fun ride. Not the pastel color. I liked the pastel colors. <laughs> you, that's what you're giving Jawbreakers, pastel that. colors. So <laughs> Definitely going Heather's for okay. me. Okay. Okay. Michael, what do you think? So I enjoy Jawbreaker. I enjoyed Heather's. I controversial the campiness <laughs> of Heather's that met the seriousness, whereas Jawbreaker had a little just more camp, mm -hmm. and the seriousness was offset. They're both fun. They're both uh, good high school movies i'm gonna go heathers because oh wow i think you're going heathers i'm going heathers okay that surprises me yeah i liked it more because it has somewhere to go in my mind like jawbreaker is what it is and i just it's like it's fun and good but like it's no mean girls and it's no yeah, it's yeah. like it wasn't funny enough for me to be the winner yeah I, like the style more, but Heather's had more levels, and so that's why I'm gonna go Heather's. Wow. Mm, wow, 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 wow. 
Well, it doesn't matter, but I will share my opinion because yeah, Heather's please. has already won, but I have to agree. I just have <laughs> that to. That was really high pitched. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm shocking myself. Yeah. I can't believe that we have another unanimous decision. So, yeah, for similar reasons, Heather, they're both smart movies. They're both um, kind of a critique on high school specifically, but yeah. kind of extrapolates it to society. But I feel like Heather's just does that a little bit more. The, the, the social commentary goes a little bit deeper. And like you guys mentioned, I do just think it's funnier. I laugh out loud a little bit more at Heather's. There's some lines. One that really got me. It's the like most throwaway stupid line ever. But Winona Ryder, she's kind of yelling at her mom and dad saying, God, why won't you treat me like an adult? I'm so tired of adults you know, doing this and patronizing us teenagers like we're bunny rabbits. And the dad goes, I don't patronize bunny rabbits. Very yeah. seriously. <laughs> I was so dumb, but I was on the floor. I don't yeah, know why. It was really funny. I mean, there so, were moments in that movie that were really funny and really dark. And so. it comes out of nowhere. While it's really dark, it just hits you with like the goofiest joke ever. I yes. do take umbrage with the fact that they say fag about 1,400 yes. times yes. in Heathers. Which, but, you know. To be honest, I, I yeah, I, I to be fair, the main person Winona doesn't say stuff like that. It's mostly the bad. It's people. like dumb jocks right. and cops. That, and that's stuff. like that's like what we can. And it's it's just of its time. It I guess doesn't make it okay. It but... doesn't make it okay. And there is similar things. They don't ever say the f word in Jawbreaker, but they do. They're like, oh, he does theater, so he might not be and straight. I just love Winona Ryder, and like She's I great. just love her voice, especially. And She's this so isn't cool. the movie, but in Edward Scissorhands, when she says scissors. That's my favorite <laughs> thing in the whole world, scissors. I love that she went straight from Beetlejuice to this, to yeah. the Heathers. To the point where she's wearing an outfit that and, looks like it's from Beetlejuice. And she's yeah. she's 15 in Beetlejuice, she's 16 in this, and she just, at such a young Same. age, knew her brand. She knew the kind of movies she wanted to she do. She's like, I'm spooky and I'm sticking she's to spooky, it. She's spooky, she's scary, she's a little <laughs> out there, but, you know, a leading lady at the same time. Well, there we go, there we have it. Heather's wow. moves on. This is wild. So we've only had one episode so far that isn't unanimous. Which really? was... Which was uh, the first one, Men in Black and Galaxy Quest. Right. Which I'm Everything still else, pissed about. Which, again, <laughs> I I'm now almost feel guilty. And I'm thinking back, like, should I have picked Galaxy Quest? I don't know. You well, stick to your matter. That was a close one. But, in stone. But, all right, so here we have it. Heathers is advancing to the finals. And, uh, yeah, it's going to join the ranks of four mystery movies in addition to Men in Black, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and The Matrix. I can't wait to see what happens next. So, yeah, you know, at Cinema Smackdown Pod, we're just three guys talking about movies that we've seen, but don't go dead online. Hit us with your questions or comments. We want you to slay our comments section and DMs on social media and add us on Instagram and Twitter at Cinema Smackdown Pod. Kill us with your kindness, bitches. We've had listeners tell us their thoughts on the films. We've had listeners tell us which movies they think we should discuss next. We've even had listeners tell us they want to shove a jawbreaker down our throats. And even though we had to ask, what's your damage, Heather? We appreciate the interaction. So join in the discussion at Cinema Smackdown Pod. Next week, we have another doozy. It's always a doozy. It's always a doozy. <laughs> yeah, it's, my, it's my catchphrase. Um, That'll also be on a t-shirt. Store. Also $40. <laughs> Another um, doozy. Another <laughs> doozy. Uh, we're actually going to hit the Western film up. Ooh, Ooh a new genre. Yeah, and a little new genre. Uh, we're going to be talking about a Clint Eastwood film mm. and a Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell film. I've never seen a Western what? what? So. You've never seen a Western? No, I At grew up all? in Texas. I was like, get me out. Yeah, I mean, sense. they are very. It's a, like, so, what are these Westerns? So, we got Unforgiven. Mm. 
which is like apparently you know Academy Award winning movie. Never seen it. Uh, Never Clint heard Eastwood's of it. Best. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you got Tombstone. Heard of it? I've seen some moments. I know about the character Doc Holliday, but that's it. Never it's got heard an of incredible character. Both of these movies. A Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen a Tombstone. You will eventually. Mm. No, I have seen a Tombstone. Oh. I haven't oh. seen or heard about Tombstone. Anyways, I'm excited. I've never seen a Western. Let's do it. That is wild to me. Like, you blew my mind last week when you said you hadn't seen a Mission Impossible movie, but that's a specific franchise. Now I'm giving you now a whole genre. 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 Yeah. My Unless you God. count Wild Wild West. That counts. That counts. Oh, okay. never mind. I it's lied. It's a goofy yeah. sci-fi Western. Wiki, wiki, wow. Wiki, wiki. Okay, so we got so, yeah. to the bottom of that. Next week. Unforgiven versus Tombstone. That'll be fun. I having no context and no idea of these movies, have no idea what I'm going to choose. Let's uh, go watch them. <laughs> Let's go do it right now together. Let's have a slumber party. We'll hold hands like in the cafeteria of Heather's. Yeah, bitches. Till next time. I'm Tyler. I'm Michael. And I'm Gregory. Bye. Bye. I was just a little girl I asked my mother What will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me Quesera, sera Whatever will be, will be The future's not ours to see Quesera, sera What will be?